Hello, welcome back to Unapologetic Tea. We're here today with another episode. Thank y'all for joining. Um, today is kind of going to kind of be like a freestyle, excuse me. So, I didn't write nothing, but I got a little bit of smack to talk. So, let's get into it. This podcast may talk about things that are sensitive to others and of graphic nature. Listeners, discretion is advised. So, y'all, y'all know. I'm telling y'all my story about, you know, being abused and experiencing a lot of abuse as a child to my um, early teens. Um, But I kind of got my feelings hurt this week. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people who have been through situations like me re-tend to experience these hiccups. Um, not going to say you're not going to go through it. Because trust me, I know this ain't the last. But I'm ready for it. Um, so just don't get discouraged. Um, don't give up. And... You know, you already done overcame this. So whatever you're going through or whatever you're dealing with, you already um, experienced it. You already dealt with it. You have already processed it. So, um, yeah, you might experience um, setbacks, but just know that you know what I'm saying? You're not a victim. You're a survivor. Um, very big difference. Um, so Monday, I got knocked. I got the wind knocked out of me. Um, like I say, um, I'm kind of like feeling proof. So it takes a lot to hurt my feelings. Because I don't expect much from people. At all. So. It's just kind of hurtful. Because. It's not just. My donor. Who done tried to. Or. Who done molested me. Um, in my family. Like. And that's. That's the crazy part. So my dad is the actual <clears throat> molester, abuser, all that and one. But I also been tried, as I told y'all, um, by a uncle. And I've also been tried by an auntie. <clears throat> now, the auntie, I love her to pieces. She always been there for me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it was just because of the state of mind that she in right now. Or that's just how, like, she really feel. You know what I'm saying? So, mind you, she ain't been herself in some years. So, um, I always check on her. I always, you know, look out for her. But after she said that, I had to make the statement. Excuse me. That she made. I had to fall back a little bit. 
because certain stuff people say I take to heart. Depending on how you say it, what you say, I take it to heart. So I don't put nothing past nobody and I don't trust nobody as far as I can throw them. And the only thing I can throw is like a small baby. So can't throw no big person. So let's be realistic. I don't trust you. Like, period. <laughs> Behind those sweet, um, positive persona and vibes you're trying to give off, it could be a whole nother demon you're dealing with. I don't have time for that. So, my auntie, she was like, <clears throat> one day I went to holler at her, you know, take her some food and stuff like that. She was like, niece. I was like, what's up, auntie? She was like, niece, you fine as hell. And I was like, thank you, auntie. She was like, no, for real. Like, you thick as hell. You thick, thick. Like, you shaped just like your people, your mama. I said, man, that's not my mama. That's my auntie. She was like, oh, yeah, you. they all look alike. You know, I you know you know who I'm talking about. I know who your mommy is. So I'm like, yeah. She was like, niece. I was like, what's up, auntie? She said, niece, you ever got your coochie ate by a girl? I said, no, nah, auntie. I don't get down like that. Right? She said, niece. I said, what's up? Niece, you fine as hell. I know, Auntie. Thank you. Thank you. Niece, I'll eat your coochie. Say, Auntie, you tripping. You tripping, Auntie. But I'll see you later. You know what I'm saying? I'll come back and holler at you. Make sure you, you good. You got something to eat. All that. She was like, all right, niece. But no, for real, niece. I said, I know, auntie. You good, though. I'll be back. I'll see you later. I ain't seen her since. I ain't seen her since. I let it slide. <clears throat> I let it slide. Cause I was like, man, she out her mind, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm give her the benefit of the doubt. Cause she never tried me, like never. But the way she said it was she was in looks, just made me feel like she was dead serious. And I couldn't shake the feeling of her being dead serious. Like, that enraged me. Like, y'all ain't gonna leave a lie. I am so angry that I'm asking myself, because when I get mad, it's so hard to calm down. I mean, literally, I feel like I kill everything in sight, like, and it be hard. It be real hard. I just, I hate feeling played. I hate feeling like you played on my top. 
Because I'm not that type of person. Listen, I give you options around here. With any kind of relationship, situationship, whatever, you got options. You don't have to like be stuck with me. Baby, I prefer not to even have no attachments. Period. I done did my thing out here. But I ain't never wiped that many niggas. Period. <laughs> Period. That's not how I get down. I never wanted that. The longest relationship I ever had was with my kids. Father. Ever. Ever. I can't do it. I can't allow somebody to play with me like that because I fall out. I can't allow somebody to waste my time because I I do it. I do it. <laughs> so that was like I fell back from her and I love her to pieces. But I had to separate myself because I hurt her. For real. Boom. So my cousin got out. Now this uncle who tried to rape me in the fifth grade. I ain't seen him in about 15 years. Right? So, I seen him again when my cousin got out of prison. Or whatever. So, when he walk in, he don't look the same. He walk in with my donor. I don't even really like that boy. But, ain't no pressure. He look. Give me this like weird ass look. And I already know, you know, I'm not even trying to make no eye contact, no none of that. He wait till I stand up. I look that boy in the face. He's like, hey, what's up, Gray? You know. And I proceed to go on about my business. Like, so as I'm chit chatting with the uncle, I ain't seen who. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no pressure because he ain't never do nothing to me. So I feel like it wasn't nothing to address, but it was just caution mode with him. You know what I'm saying? So we exchanged numbers and all that. He got my number. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He called my phone. All right. I don't program. We ain't cool like that. I, don't, I ain't finna say your number, bro. So he was blowing up my phone. I answered. I'm like, who this is? Because he got an out-of-town number. So I'm like, who this is? He like, this your uncle. So I'm like, all right. He was like, yeah, you know, you chit chatting, talking about networking and what he been doing and how he been running across money. My uncle don't got no kids. He was telling me about this little young girl that he, I guess, I know he was messing with. And I guess she giving her money being her sugar daddy, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> So he just telling me and talking and all this, but he talking and calling me at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Weird stuff. The same thing his brother was doing. Listen, I play a lot of things, but I ain't playing with these boys like that. Don't call my phone after 10 o'clock. I'm not going to answer. We not booze, woes, sneak links, none of that. So what, what? Why are you calling my phone that late to talk? 
go you need to be in the bed, bro. So when I get agitated and annoyed, I'm just not gonna answer my phone for you. Period. I know the number, everything. I just ain't gonna answer. He ain't called for a little while. So boom, he called me. Monday. And he was like, he got some gas, you know. Da 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 da. So I'm like, alright. So as we on the phone, we talking, we talking, we talking. He like, yeah, I told you. Um, be making moves. Da 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 da. Got me a little car. I ain't supposed to be driving, so I'm out here in the hood park. He from 36 in my creek. I'm in the hood park. Da 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 da. All that, you know. All my people do that. They know I don't mess with that boy, they brother. But they still bring him up in the conversation. Yeah, your daddy, your, you, I'm your daddy, big brother, da da da. I do this for real. I, your daddy mad at me, and da da da, cause I got me a little whip and all that, and this, that, and the third. You know how old people is. <clears throat> so I'm like, yeah. Then he hit me with the old elephant in the room. That boy say. Niece, you know I had to stay from around you. It's always niece. I'm like, huh? In my head, I'm thinking like, yeah, because you tried to molest me too, nigga. But, you know what I'm saying? Your brother found out and he put you out. You know what I'm saying? I told you you had to go. All that. Y'all had a big old little argument about it. That's what I'm thinking in my head. He said, nah. He says, niece, I had to stay from around you because you were so fine. <laughs> and I couldn't control my thoughts. Ha, 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 ha. Because you so fine, niece. I be I been a dead something. Hmm. To who, nigga? Who you would have been undead something to? <laughs> Cause that's not not men like other mode. Hate being in survival mode. Cause who you gonna do something to? Listen. What makes you feel comfortable? enough to say that to me. I'm a grown woman out here who done been molested, beat on by men, beat on by my own daddy, raped. Huh. What makes you think that it's okay to say that to me, <laughs> it's crazy. And he laughed. He said, you know what I'm saying, niece? 
Hell nah, nigga. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Sit back. Because all I want to do is really show that boy what I made of. But then I be having to like think like, damn, son, you got kids. But it don't even put me in a setback to where it's like, yeah, I want to kill him. Yeah, I want to. I really want to show that boy like, I don't want to kill him, but I want to play with his, 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 his top like he played with mine. Like, <laughs> you gonna, you gonna do what? The who, nigga? <laughs> I'm crazy too. Like, who you gonna do something to? <laughs> crazy. Like, nigga. It sent me back to what, like, why I told y'all, like, I be hot myself. Like, I feel like that's what everybody see. They see the titties, they see the butt, they see the hips, they see the. You know what I'm saying? They see the thighs, they see everything that screams. Six. Six, 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 six. That's what they see. She got a big old butt. Six. She got a nice Coke bottle uh, shape. Six. The cat look fat. Six. They don't see. Oh. <laughs> she got a pretty smile. She down to earth. She cool. You can vibe with her. Talk to her. Know nothing. They don't see that she pretty without no makeup. She don't use lashes. I like bundles. Love my bundles. Love them inches. But I don't need it. Smart. Funny. Cool. And I'm a rider. Well, if I say I love you, I mean that. But you're not going to play with me neither. They don't get to see that. Because they don't see that. <laughs> That's not what they see. But the most hurtful part is I'm not only sexualized by outsiders. My own family lust and prey on me. Like, they don't even see me as family. I don't have a dad. I got a man who sniffed me out when I was young and decided he was gonna do whatever he wanted to do to me. And hopefully that he Damaged me so bad that I'll go along with it. I don't have uncles. I don't have aunties. Like, on that side of the family. I don't have nobody I can be like. Even if I can't call on my donor. I don't have an uncle I could call and be like. Bro, you know your brother just tried me. I can't even call my donor and say, boy, daddy, boy, you know your brother just really tried me out here. Like, I don't have nobody to go to. 
And that is the most hurtful feeling, soul crushing feeling that I've ever felt in my life. Like, like, it, it gotta be like that you don't even see me as family. Like, you don't see me as nothing. And it made me feel like if I was like everybody else, skinny, with no titties, no butt, no hips, no nothing, just bones. Like, everybody else, would you even see me like that? Would you even touch me? Would you even mess my life up? Like... I think about all that, like, if I can go back and just be like, let's try this this way. Would it been like that? Like, it's crazy. Cause when I, when men approach me, they are, I already know what time it is. Like, I'm not even on that. <laughs> it's so bad. Like it's it's really ridiculous. Like ridiculous that I feel like nigga only want one thing. And the minute I play this game like they play the game, oh I'm the bad person. Like I wonder what it feels like to give my virginity to somebody. Not somebody take it from me. I wanna know what it feel like to have like a real relationship with somebody. Like real, genuine. Like me not messed up. Cause I have zero tolerance once you cross that line. I don't know how to take my feelings back. I don't know how to show them again. I don't know how to not feel played. Like, I wanna know what it feel like to not look at stuff in a such a violent and messed up way. I wanna be able to like, be like, Dang, bro, like, this stuff really don't be happening out here. I want to be one of them type of people. Not saying to be naive, just to be like, I never experienced that. I want to know how I feel to have a daddy that just love you because you his daughter, not because you doing stuff for him. Like, what it's like. I have never experienced that. Never. I cry. I'm I'm 30. I'm a grown woman. Like, and really I'm being out here for real. And I cry when I see, like, regular people have relationships with their daddy. That is something that I never get over. The way a daughter loves her daddy is... 
priceless. I never know that feeling. I can't never call this nigga and be like, bro, somebody put their hands on me because he did it first. I'll never be able to be like, but this nigga said I was this, that, and the third daddy, like, because he done told me the same thing. I can never call him and say, I told this nigga I don't want to sleep with him no more, but he broke into my house and he he raped me anyway. I could never tell him that. Never. I could never tell him like, daddy the boy across the street, he took advantage of me, he raped me. Like he really just, I told him no and he still did it. I can't go do that. <laughs> He'll say some green stuff like, oh, you wanted that. All right, and I'm going to get beat up for it. Like, never. I can't never tell him that all the boys in the hood, grown men, bedded on this little cooter pop. I can't never tell him that. I can't never tell him that I used to mess with a boy who was young, getting on coke, and he would beat me up and put his hands on me. And go get my money to, and steal my money, and give my money to his baby mama. <laughs> I could never tell him that. I could never be like daddy. I don't got nowhere to stay at. As a child. And he'd be like, come on. <laughs> I can't call him and say, daddy, I need some underwear. Daddy, I need some pads. Daddy. I can't call him and say that. As a child, nah, I couldn't. <laughs> it's crazy. People take small stuff for granted. When they put my daddy in the ground, I can't even tell y'all that I'ma cry for him. I forgive him. But do I feel anything? Hell no. Nah. No. Mm-mm. I don't. But I know I don't hate him. I know I don't feel no type of way towards him. I feel so sorry for him. So sorry. Because the stuff that I heard about his mom, about his uncles, about them, I feel sorry for y'all, all of them, all his siblings. I just really feel sorry because it's crazy. It's crazy that you would think that people who go through stuff like this would be more protective and would want to protect. And make sure their kids don't go through the same thing. But these type of people, they they different. They inflict the same type of stuff, maybe worse. <laughs> and this man had the audacity to ask, can he see my kids? <laughs> Look that boy in the face and said, 
you got to be out your rabbit mind. We ain't even cool. Like, no, for real. We ain't even cool. Not we not. We ain't. We ain't even cool, bro. And you ask, can you meet my kids? Oh, you got, you tripping. What you gonna try to tell my daughter the same thing you told me? Now you wow. And my, my daughter's sweet as pie. I would never let her meet you. <laughs> Ever. It's crazy. They have my whole family, partial of my family. Try to have relations with me. I strongly dislike them people. And it's so sad. Because I don't even trust half of my family members that's from them. I feel like it's so bad in their family. It's hereditary. They really tried it. That was really it for me. I could really see myself like pulling a trigger on all of them. So this concludes my podcast for tonight. Um, I usually have something good to say at the end, but I'm going to just really be real with you. You got to let it go. Whoever going through this similar situation, same situation, any type of situation, it's never gonna be what you want it. It's never gonna be normal. It's tarnished. Be okay with how it is. And that's with everything in life. If you lose certain stuff or certain people or certain those clothes in your life, it's okay. It's definitely okay. It's always something better in the, in the other doors. Guaranteed you that. When one door closed, a thousand open. But just know that it's going to forever hurt. It's going to forever be triggered by something. But just remember, 
って。You don't have to always be in survival mode. It's okay to let go. Because if we always in survival mode, that means we truly haven't really let go to hurt. <clears throat> And as my girl Tatum once said, I'm not talking. At y'all, I'm talking with y'all. So trust me when I say it's a process. It's a process. Ten years ago, I wouldn't even imagine even telling the people I told that I had been molested. <laughs> maybe, maybe even 18 years ago. I wouldn't have said nothing. But I'm telling you, the more you open up, the more you let it go, the more you release, it do get a lot smoother. It do get a lot more lighter. You 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 start to release everything I thank the people who hurt me because I wouldn't be the person who I am today and Monday when he said what he said to me it just reminded me that I got a long way to go but I'd be damned if I let Him destroy the peace that I already gained. Like, he don't got no power. He ain't hit my phone back. He ain't called me. He ain't do nothing. Everything I feel like I'm going through right now is a test. I'm sitting here. I done made like five or six episodes with y'all. And I'm telling y'all, like, how I don't even... hate the man and every day I'm tested on everything I say to y'all I'm tested on more stuff actually so trust and believe when you start healing and once you start really getting over those hurdles yeah stuff still gonna come up against you to make you just a test to see if you really over it and boy the way I handled that situation <laughs> If he would have caught me 10 years ago, it would have been over the phone. I'd have killed him. I'd have pulled up. Killed him. Killed him. Like, literally, in front of everybody on 36 and Moncrief. I would have killed him. Just because I'm so traumatized. I don't put nothing past nobody when they say they're going to do something to me. Period. So, I'm here with y'all. I hope that my podcast reach people who don't quite know how to come out yet. Don't know where to start. Don't know how to start. 
All you have to do is start by saying you forgive them and really stand on it. Really mean that you forgive them. I guarantee you it's worth it. It's worth it. Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So, y'all know my motto. Until next time, stay fearless, be encouraged, and stand in your truth. Y'all have a great night.